Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you being here. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be the CEO of Truth Social and the former U.S. Representative Devin Nunes. We're going to break down the Trump indictments. We're going to also break down the, the impeachment inquiry into Biden. We're going to talk about what's going on with social media and an awful lot more. It's a great interview. Make sure you stick around for that. And then in hour number three, we've got a historian on, an author as well, who's going to dispel all this 1619 Project stuff, these lies that are being told about the founding of this country, how the Europeans came here, what happened with the American Indians, and so on. Got all that going on for you. Plus, there's a strike now for the uh, the Auto Workers Union. We're going to get a comment from uh, KJP, your girl, Karine Jean-Pierre, and also we're going to outline the story about what's happening with that. We'll break that down as well. It's the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you here on a Friday. Come on, Strings. Porn section. That was me. That was me. CJ, come on. Glad to have you. What day is it? Where's Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. You betcha. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Now a free speech Friday. Let's go. Carries off. Sam is off. Polo's off. CJ in for Sam. Appreciate you. Curtis in for Polo. I'll be your talk show host for the next two hours. Let's go. The Joe Pag Show. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Go there. Click on contact if you want to, if you want to contact us through email. You can click on watch now between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're live. You can watch the show. Also check out the social media, doing big time work over on Instagram, Joe Talk Show, on YouTube, Joe Talk Show, on TikTok, Joe Pags. Free Speech Friday does mean that. Whatever's on your mind is fair game. A lot of you will will sit sit at home in your mama's basement and your in your wife beater in some shorts, maybe underwear, and you write me some nasty message on some social media site, or you're gonna email me and tell me how stupid I am, and then you never call the show. The show is accessible. We're on hundreds of stations. We're on many, many people listen to us. We're all over the place. We're omnipresent on the web now. So man up, woman up a little bit, call in and bring your, your beef. You heard me say something that you're going you're gonna to completely tear me down in a, in a debate. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Or if you've got a question, like last night, late last night, I sat down in front of a camera and I did a little something, a little two and a half minute thing. 
that I put up on Instagram and up on TikTok, just explaining the budget situation. And if the government is shut down, who it would be that would be shutting down the government? And it went over very well. A lot of people had a lot of questions. A lot of people thanked me. So, um, yeah, we could talk about stuff that you just have a question about as well. In the meantime, I used to be a member of the UAW. When I worked in Clio, Michigan, which is right on the border between Saginaw and Genesee County, when I worked in Clio, Michigan at WEYI-TV, Channel 25, it was a union shop. Now, I don't know what had happened before I got there. This was in the early 90s. But before I got there, I guess there was some argument between the workers and the management, whatever it was. This is basically close to Flint and Saginaw, uh, Michigan, where they've got a lot of a lot of foundries. They've got a lot of automotive factories. So the UAW came in and said, hey, we'll represent you. You just got to pay your dues, whatever. And every paycheck, I had to pay my dues. I never got anything from, from the UAW. I never worked on a car, although that would have been fun. I was working at a news station. It was very odd. So for a very short amount of time, I was in the UAW. I think the day and age of unions has, has passed us by. Unions gain way too much power. Unions have way too much control over the workers. And unions, I think, make it difficult to do business sometimes. Were they necessary for the Buick sit-in or the 1930-some-odd, I think it was the 1938 sit-in, I could be wrong about that, in Flint, where people would go to work and they'd have an arm crushed or a finger cut off? I mean, there weren't really safety precautions in place for workers. Plus, they were forcing them to work 10, 12, 14 hours a day. That was too much. And the workers weren't getting anywhere near the kind of money they should have as the company was making millions and millions and billions of dollars selling automobiles. There was a day and age in this country when you needed unions, without a doubt. But when I was a TV news anchor in Lansing, Michigan, the UAW GM struck, and I think it was 1997 or 1998. And I went to Flint, and I was doing live shots from Flint every day where I was talking to the workers who were, who were striking. Now, keep in mind, and this is the way it was then. So if something has changed since then, feel free to call in and correct me on this. But there would be layoffs all the time at these union shops because sometimes the, the demand for cars wasn't where it needed to be. Maybe they had to wait for a part to be manufactured. Generally speaking, they have the parts in, in stock that are ready to use. So like only a few days worth of parts and you keep on having this situation where they keep on bringing them in and they're making new cars. Well, if you're slowing down the production of cars, you have to lay some people off. Back then, and again, I'm willing to hear that it's different now if it is, if you laid somebody off who had been there for a certain amount of time, that person got 95% pay. I kid you not. So you got laid off, got 95% of your pay. That was an unbelievable deal. In fact, in Flint, Michigan back then, they called General Motors Generous Motors. They did that. Because they were all making a ton of money. In the 1990s, there was a guy, I believe it was the janitor, at the Ford Wixom plant in Wixom, Michigan, who was making $88,000 a year. Now again, I hear you. I, I get where you're coming from. It's got to be fair for the workers. And you know, if these bosses are making all this money and the company's making all this money, we deserve a piece. But they were striking for the dumbest reasons. They wanted 30% more or something. They wanted twice the benefits or something. And why stop if you already have the company over the barrel? And that, what bothers me is that a union can push the company so far that the company says, well, screw it. We'll just make, we'll just make ATMs. We don't need as many tellers. We'll just make uh, kiosks so people can order their own food at McDonald's. We'll just make automated car manufacturing machines. We don't need the person to, to turn, you know, um, spark plug number six. 
And I think that you go so far that you push the company to just make other provisions and say, okay, well, then you don't get your job back. Remember the air traffic controllers back in the 80s pushed Reagan so far that he fired them all. They were all fired. Goodbye. Because they were putting air travel and our safety at risk. And Ronald Reagan had the ability to say, that's it. We're done. You guys are all fired. Now, I don't want that to happen to the UAW workers, and I don't know what their beef is today, but it's generally speaking the same beef they always have. They want more money. They want more benefits. It's not fair. So, I again, I don't know what else they want, but I do know this, that people who work for the UAW and work for these automakers are making a very, very good living. And they should. I'm not here to say they shouldn't. I just don't get the, the constant striking. This is from the BBC. The BBC, UAW strike, workers walk out at U.S. motor industry giants. Staff of three of America's biggest car makers have gone on strike in an unprecedented coordinated action. More than 10,000 workers are participating in the walkout, which targets three plants owned by General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, whatever that is. The firms and the United Auto Workers Union, UAW, are fighting over terms of new labor agreements. The work stoppage threatens to trigger higher car prices and a major disruption in the motor industry giants, or for the motor industry giants. As the current contract expired on Thursday, yesterday, the UAW's president, Sean Fain, told the BBC it was now up to the companies to resolve the dispute. Quote, when they start taking care of their workers, it will end, he said. Let me just say this. I'm going to say it again from knowledge. This guy's full of crap. I don't know this guy. But they are taking care of their workers in an unbelievable way. In fact, the workers are so taken care of, under Obama, he gave the majority of these companies and their stock the ownership to the workers and told all the investors, screw you, get 10 cents on the dollar. If you don't like it, get nothing. So it's not like the companies are are the ones who are being taken care of here, yet this is the same damn thing that they always say. The strike started at midnight Eastern time at GM's Wentzville, Missouri mid-sized truck plant, Ford's Bronco plant in Michigan, and the Jeep plant in Toledo, Ohio, owned by Stellantis. The plants are critical to production of some of the Detroit 3's most profitable vehicles, Other facilities will continue to operate, the UAW said, but did not rule out broadening the strikes beyond the initial three targets. The strike against all three counties at the same time is unprecedented in the union's history. With the deadline looming on Thursday, the White House said the President Joe Biden had spoken on the phone with Mr. Fain about the negotiations but provided no further details. Mr. Biden addressed the action remarks on Friday, today. Union had sought a 40% pay increase for its roughly 140,000 members over four years, noting a comparable raise in pay for company leaders. Other demands included a four-day working week. Listen to the demands. You tell me if you're going to get this from your employer, yet they will shut down an entire industry for this ridiculousness. And as I just said, they're already getting paid a lot of money. The union sought a 40% pay increase for its roughly 140,000 members over four years, noting a comparable raise in or rise in pay for company leaders. Other demands included a four-day working week, the return of automatic pay increases tied to inflation, stricter limits on how long workers can be considered temporary staff who do not receive union benefits. As of Wednesday, the three companies had improved their proposals, offering as much as a 20% pay rise. Let me be straight. I'll give you some inside baseball you guys didn't know. The last time my contract was up for radio, I got no raise. Zero. The reason was because they said, COVID times. We're singing the blues. And by the way, the next contract they're offering doesn't offer a raise either. 
but union workers think they deserve 40% more. I don't know what my bosses make. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. And I'm not crying poor mouth. Don't misunderstand why, where I'm coming from. But I'm just a regular Joe doing a job. And so are you, or regular Joe or regular Betty, whoever. You're out there doing a job. Are you demanding a 40% pay increase? Are you demanding to work four days a week? Are you demanding if inflation goes up, you got to give me a raise with inflation? Is this not outlandish? Am, am I off base here? Am I missing something? I, I don't think I am. Workers said the companies could afford to be more generous after years of record profits. In my opinion, we are owed this, said Paul Raska, who works at the Stellantis factory in Michigan making Jeep Grand Cherokees. The fourth generation in his family to work in the industry, Mr. Raska said such jobs, which came with good health care and secure pensions, had provided an awesome living for his parents, a way of life that no longer feeds, feels possible today. The 31-year-old said he could not even afford to buy the car he made. Still sitting in the back burner while the CEOs are making, you know, upwards of $20 million a year, he said. General Motors boss uh, Mary Barra, whose total pay package was more than $28 million last year, defended them's offer to workers as historic. She said UAW's demands would amount to more than $100 billion at a time when the company needed to invest in new technology. We made sure the company's going to be succeeding in the next 115 years, she said, in an interview with BBC or BBC's partner, CBS, adding that the firm was continuing to negotiate to try to resolve the differences. A 10-day strike by all 140,000 workers could cost the three firms nearly a billion dollars and workers almost $900 million in lost wages, according to estimates by the Anderson Economic Group. He said um, it said the total hit to the, the economy could be more than $5 billion. By the way, the UAW workers will be getting paid because the UAW collects dues and they'll be getting paid by the UAW. So the idea that workers aren't going to be getting paid is not true. So let's break down this whole worker makes this much, CEO makes that much, that's not fair, give us more money. The CEO is in charge of an entire company, a corporation that's worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. This one person is the last person where the buck stops. Period. If something goes awry, he or she is out on their butts, and then you bring in somebody else who can handle it. This is why the owners of football teams make more than the players, but the players make a lot of money. This is why the owners of the companies that own the radio stations where my voice is heard make a lot more money than I do, generally, but I still make a pretty good buck. It has to feel right. I will go into my next negotiation with open eyes and with clear vision but the one thing I will never say is, hey, man, this guy or this gal on top of this company is making X amount of millions. Why can't I make that? Because it's not a, it's not the same job. The job of a CEO is not the same as the job of somebody on the assembly line. And you'll notice that guy complained that he can't even buy the car that he makes. Yet he didn't say what his pay was. Because if you knew what the UAW worker's pay was at a lot of these plants, you would say to yourself, it's a pretty good wage. What is the average wage in America today? I don't even know. It's in the low 40s, maybe the, the upper 30s per year, which sucks. That's a low wage. These people are making a lot more than that. Now, we're heard in these markets where this is happening. Toledo, you're listening to me right now. I would love to have you call in and tell me how much somebody who is tenured at GM, they're in Toledo, where you're making the Jeep Grand Cherokee or whatever it is. Well, not GM, I guess Stellantis, whatever that is. I've never heard of Stellantis before, I'll be honest with you. And I'm a car guy. I'd love to know what you make per year. Tell me the truth. 
Are you making more than average in America? Are you making more than above average? Are you doing six figures to be in the assembly line? And if that's not enough, how much is it? I mean, what is the entry pay today? Because what I said from 1997 stands true. They were making a lot of money. And when they were laid off, they got 95% of their pay. Now they want a four-day work week and they want a 40% pay raise? Come on, man. I'm missing something. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. KJP was asked about this today as well. I'll have that audio and video when we come back. And Devin Nunes at the bottom of the hour. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Make sure you lock it in. We're about eight minutes away from Devin Nunes, eight or nine minutes away from now, the former U.S. representative. Also, he's now the CEO of Truth Social. Great information on the Trump indictments, great information on um, on the Biden inquiry, the impeachment inquiry, and, and much, much more. Talk a lot about uh, social media, too. Let me tell you, in the meantime, you know, we've got really bad economy right now. The economy stinks. I don't want to hear, but Bidenomics is great. No, it's not. It's really bad. In fact, 22-year high interest rates, banks are collapsing. A very real threat of a deep recession is, is upon us. you got to get a hold of my friends over at Swiss America, a trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. They help, pe- help people like you and me protect our hard-earned assets and know going in that our future looks brighter because you've got your money safely tucked away in precious metals. You can help insulate yourself and your family from economic turmoil that seems like it's happening every day. Right now, Swiss America is offering my listeners beautiful walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of 1350 each delivered. Limit 250 coins per customer while supplies last. To get this amazing deal, call or text right now, 800-289-2646. 1-800-289-2646. Write Joe Pags in there when you text or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Pags, P-A-G-S. Again, mention my name, Joe Pags, when you call or text, 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS, SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message and data rates may apply. Let me go to the phone line. It's going to be Steve on line one in Missouri. Hi, Steve. What's going on? Hi, Joe. I enjoy your show. Thank you. What's happening? Uh, I'm an auto worker in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I work for Ford Motor Company. I'm an electrician. So my skill set is a little different than okay. folks that work that work on the line. Yeah. I, I, I do think you're being a little disingenuous. Uh, I make a good living. Um, but how, how am I being disingenuous? On, when, you, when you say somebody's disingenuous, you have to outline how. So tell me specifically I, I'm getting, how I'm, how I'm, I'm being disingenuous. I'm, I'm getting ready to. Okay. The person that comes in that hires in on the line today makes around $17 an hour. Uh, they don't have any retirement benefits. Uh, they pay for part of their own health care. Uh, they are required 
to work a 12-hour shift, and in many cases, six and seven days a week. It's, you know, this, I, I agree, the four-day 32 thing is, is silly, but these people are in here multiple hours for basically a wage that's not even a, a, a middle-class wage. It's $17 an hour. Well, Steve, I'm, I've only got about a minute left, so let me respond to what you said. A, the definition of, in, of disingenuous is I know better, but I'm saying something that, that I, I'm just going to say something because I think I can. I wasn't being disingenuous. I don't know that what you just said is true. I, I'm going to have to, you, the show me state, Missouri's going to have to show me that it's $17 an hour to start, which, by the way, is a very good entry-level wage. I, I'm going to need you to show me that they require you to work 10 or 12 hours a day. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have you show me that they require oh, you to work six show, or seven oh, days. Show, no, I, no, I need show. to stop you, Steve. <laughs> I can't let you do it because I'm out of time. I want to respond to what you said. You called me disingenuous, which is an insult. I wasn't being disingenuous. I asked people to call in like you to, to, to set me straight. I don't believe you when you say $17 an hour is the in, is the entry wage uh, you could be right Research i want it, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put you on hold i don't believe you now maybe you're right i want you to show me i'm not saying that you're wrong i want you to show me but what's really unbelievable to me is forcing somebody to work 10 or 12 hours and what's really unbelievable to me is telling somebody they have to work six or seven hours or six or seven days a week i don't believe that that you'll have to show me 888-941-PAGS joepags.com stay here <laughs> 